You're listening to The Lively Pod. It's 12 days of podness. Let's dive in. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another day of Podmas. Today, I have an extra special guest who everyone always asks to have on the show more and more. He's already been featured twice in two different episodes. Earl, have you only done one episode with me? Only one episode. Maybe only one episode. I just talk about him a lot. So, Will Lane is back, my lovely husband, and we are talking all things married life today. So, welcome, Will. Hey, so glad to be back, guys. So glad to have you back on as a guest. I feel like I get tons and tons of relationship questions about us, and we also get it in person, not only over Let Us Be Lively and from the podcast. So, I'm excited to dive into some of those questions today. Sounds good. So just off the bat, why don't we talk about how marriage is going? For those of you who don't know us, we just got married in June. We got married June 24th, 2023, and had the most beautiful wedding. We had the best time surrounded by all of our friends and family. And then we moved back to Charlottesville, Virginia, where Will's at med school, and have been kind of starting our married life here. Yeah. Uh, it's been going well so far. We just got a new puppy, and uh, he's currently rolling around. Hopefully not going to make too much noise during this. But, <laughs> you know, the wedding was great. It was such a blast to have all of our loved ones and closest family and friends surrounding us on such a important, momentous uh, day in our life. And so it was really something special, and it was kind of a dream come true as far as everything we wanting coming together and going along smoothly without too much of a hitch here or there and it literally was just the perfect experience i couldn't have had it any other way really love ya love you too (laughs) i think uh it'd probably be best to start with i think like the most frequent question that we get which is like what's it like to be married i feel like we get that all the time i don't know about you but i get that at school all the time yeah yeah we're the kind of first people of our friend group to get married or we're just on the younger side so it's a question we get asked a lot and we just got married so it's very appropriate so what do you think about that question kind of what's your standard answer right now yeah honestly i tell them not much has changed in my opinion because we were so closely knit before we got married and it's only just made that stronger and so i feel like the the biggest thing is like a title change, but we've kind of been married for a while now. <laughs> After, is it eight or nine years? It's nine years now. So nine years yeah. from October. Um, so we've been together nine years, high school sweethearts. And I think since we had already been living together, I feel like the living together piece was the bigger difference. Like I felt more of a difference living together than the whole marriage thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's yeah, definitely that was the biggest change. I mean, we had kind of been living together-ish during undergrad because we'd stay over at each other's places so often. But yeah, no, definitely like coming home to you every day versus coming home to roommates. <laughs> or it was a, probably a huge change as far as that's concerned. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think for me, what it's like to be married is it just added a level of 
not necessarily intenseness, but like security and comfort and just knowing that we have made such a commitment to each other that we'd always talked about and dreamed about and discussed so frequently that it really, nothing really changed in our physical life, but I feel like a lot changed emotionally in a sense because we had finally made that commitment that we'd been talking about so frequently and so to finally had solidified that I feel like that to me was the biggest takeaway from the wedding is that commitment solidified that just really added a whole nother layer to our relationship so even though like nothing changed on the day-to-day like I wouldn't have said anything was kind of different it was this underlying feeling that something was different that's a much better answer than I had. <laughs> I would completely agree with that. It definitely does kind of add an extra layer of security and feeling that no matter what, we're going to work something through or work something out. So mm-hmm. I think that's a great response to it. Maybe I'll start using that one. And I think we also had so many discussions about what we wanted our marriage to look like. And so that was one thing that we got so many pieces of different marriage advice and whatnot in terms of like what you should or shouldn't do from relatives and family and friends. But one of my biggest takeaways from all of those things and different podcasts that I listened to was to make sure that you co-define what you want marriage to look like and what you expect marriage to look like. Because I feel like we went in with the same intentions and we really set the precedent of what we wanted our marriage to look like versus having two completely different views of it going in. Yeah, and I would agree that kind of the sentiment I took away from everything was just keep an open channel of communication, make sure that we both kind of were on the same page of what we are you know, looking for, what we are putting in, what we want to get out, what we hope to experience, and like our ideal happily ever after in order to make that kind of happen. Kind of think it into existence, or what, what's the phrase? Uh, manifest. Manifest, that's it. <laughs> Can you tell he listens to my podcast sometimes? Sometimes. <laughs> but so to give them kind of an idea, what are some of the things that you like think of when we talk about our marriage? I think some of the biggest things that I was hoping to get with you and that we've definitely had so far is like the communication, the feeling that I can always come with you, come to you with issues or like things that I think are like really good or like that have been going great but that I especially enjoy or makes me feel appreciated or heard and loved and I think that's like the biggest thing is like I can I feel like I can always come to you with anything and everything and that you'll at least hear it out and then tell me whether it's me being stupid <laughs> or not. Yeah I think that like boils for me down to support is like out of a marriage that's the problem I want to say probably one of the number one things that I want out of a marriage is knowing I have that support system, which I don't think is a priority for all relationships. Like some people don't necessarily need that support. They're very independently led and they more so want maybe that like person to go on adventures with and like be like pulling them out of their comfort zone, which is not necessarily the role that I necessarily want you to fit into. Like I think we both do that for each other, but that's not the primary thing that 
I would look to for a marriage. And so in my marriage, I'm really looking for that support, that person that I can always lean into. Um, I think along with support, I also, something that like I've always valued since I was a child and something that I knew I really wanted to value from a marriage was the role of family. And so that's always been one of my strongest core values in my own family unit. And so like my mom, my dad, my brothers, um, and grandparents, kind of that role in a sense. And so knowing that my marriage, I wanted to not just be a marriage. I didn't want it to just be a partnership. I wanted to, to be the start of a family. And so even just knowing that our unit right now as the two of us is a family and now we have a little puppy. And so knowing that that family is kind of slowly expanding, kind of looking at the marriage from that standpoint is that not only do I want to support, but I also want that kind of family role of it all. And I think that kind of ties into the first part, which is like the support aspect and the communication because... I like I too value family and I think it's super important to be surrounded by people who you trust and love and then like forming a family with the two of us but I don't think I nearly verbalize it as much as you do and so me knowing that you value that so highly or it's like super important to you makes me kind of think about how I phrase things and how I ask for things or relay information to you about certain life decisions that I want to make for us or want to make personally and want like your support on like I need to always remember that that is a big kind of like core value for you as well yeah because I think like diving into the specifics of that is like Will's in med school and so he has big career decisions of like what specialty he goes into and the depending on what specialty he chooses it can like lead to a completely different lifestyle or a 180 of a lifestyle. And so kind of taking into account our values now is more important than ever so that we can kind of combine our career objectives with our family and home life. I feel like it's a balance that's hard to find and that we're just kind of navigating right now. I don't think by any means we've found it but it's something that we both talk about frequently. And so it's something that we are navigating together and it's not necessarily that he's trying to navigate this on his own. And of course he should pursue whatever he's most interested in, but knowing that he's also taking into account that we're a family unit, I think is that reassurance, especially that the peace of marriage gave us too. Yeah, I think it's definitely a privilege, though, that we had just since we've been together for so long and we've been able to grow with each other. Because I know like that seems like often a point of contention between a lot of kind of couples our current age or like in my medical school class. It's like people have different aspirations and because they haven't necessarily known each other for as long or haven't talked about it as much as we have, it's a point that comes up as more of a kind of like an immovable object in their forward progress of like the relationship but yeah I'm very thankful for that for us well I think it's something that we find that is the point of contention in a lot of other relationships because they don't have the open communication because even though we have been together for so long and that probably does play into it I feel like we ask each other the hard questions like very randomly because that's one of the questions I get from my friends is like, well, how do I bring it up? Like, how do I talk to him about this? And I will literally look over to you at night, even like as we're falling asleep and be like, so tell me what's emotionally wrong right now. Like, is everything okay? 
are you doing well mentally? And like, we'll get into specific things. And so sometimes you just have to like open the can of worms, just dive in. Like it's not going to necessarily come up naturally and that's okay. Take a little bit of a leap of faith kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, you just, they're not a mind reader and sometimes you don't know how to bring something up. And so even if I am thinking about all the big picture things in my life, Will's not going to know to talk about them, you know? And so it's just like, he knows that he needs to ask me big questions and things like that to think about our future. And I know to ask him if he's doing okay, like how is his mental state? Cause you often can push it down a little bit and not want to talk about it. <laughs> and so sometimes you just have to ask those questions. I think that kind of gets into how do you balance home life and like two careers because like I'm trying to find my career Will's still in med school so like how are we balancing those two I would say like one of the things that I think we do particularly well is we just ask for help you're probably better at it than I am but I feel like we are good at when we're feeling really stressed or kind of down in the dumps that we ask each other hey like I really could use like your help if you could just like clean up the house like I can't focus because I need to do all this work, but the house is also a mess. Like, can you go do all this stuff, even though, you know, the other person might be tired, the other person might be busy too, but if it's, like, whoever can, like, extend a little bit of extra effort at the moment to help the other one who's struggling, I feel like we do that particularly well, and that kind of helps balance everything, because if you're having a tough day, and even if I'm having a tough day too, but I just have a little bit more capacity left in me or a little more fuel... I can do some stuff extra and vice versa. Um, at the same time, I feel like because medical school has been such a investment and like I'm still going through school while you're more in the professional state where you're like you're making money and you're still trying to do stuff, it it is a little bit of a balance of like, all right, like you're still putting in your time to then get out eventually, you know, from school and get a job and stuff. So it's like we understand that we're in different places sort of of our careers and that you know that leads to a lot of give and take on responsibility and kind of who takes the main role in different aspects of our like home life and i think it's important there that that is something that we're still working on and trying to find because i often feel like I can snap in those situations a little bit where I feel like I'm almost nagging a little bit or I just get so overwhelmed in a state of stress or something like that if I'm like super busy one week I'm like I just need you to do the dishes I feel like I'm always doing them and I kind of add in little tidbits that I just I feel bad about later and so I just want to make sure that you guys know that it's not perfect because there are moments in our relationship where I snap or he snaps and it's not something that like is done with like malicious intent or like it's sometimes you just have to realize somebody has a bad day and that's okay not every not every day is going to be sunshine you know there's plenty of rain and the rain comes but then the rain will stop and that's just part of it yeah and so I think it's that we're still navigating that but again going back to kind of that open stream of communication is that on a night when something like that happens, we are able to talk about it uh, when we get back in bed or something like that. You know, talking about all this was is making me think of um, some of the comments I feel like we get 
on a day-to-day basis about like the roles that we each have in a relationship and how like me being in medical school still and sometimes having like a nine to five study day or even longer than that like you know 12 hours of just studying you being like oh you have to work and you're like the stay at home kind of housewife you know that trope how would you think that we handle like our roles not just like home life just just kind of like roles in general with each other and how we kind of play off each other's strengths or weaknesses yeah so i think that that is definitely still something we're navigating but we do a good job of doing exactly what you said is playing off of each other's strengths and finding like whether it's splitting up chores like that's an easy one to kind of go towards is that like I don't mind cooking I love cooking so I cook dinner every single night I make meals things like that and then I always make the bed because that's a big priority for me I do the laundry and do most of the cleaning so like those are a lot of my chores but I do pick up a lot of the kind of regular house chores like Will was saying like the housewife trope or whatever is that I'm doing a lot of the cooking the cleaning things like that while he's at med school but he picks up different chores that I don't like to do like I hate to clean bathrooms I don't know why but it's just a mental block that I have that I don't like to do and so he kind of picks that up he takes out the trash all the time he often will help me with the dishes and so I think clearly identifying what each person likes to do in terms of chores because at the day they're still chores like would I love to have a personal chef would I love to have somebody do my laundry and fold it and put it away neatly yes like ideally I would not be doing those things but those are things that I like more than cleaning the bathroom and taking out the trash and so for Will he doesn't mind doing those things because those are kind of quick tasks or things that he doesn't do as frequently and so he can kind of fit those better into his routine in comparison to the other things that I need to do more daily or weekly and so those are kind of how we play on the strengths and weaknesses in our kind of roles in the relationship but then also looking at the roles I feel like one of our couple friends here in Charlottesville they're interesting because their roles are kind of different than ours in the sense of like for me I'm the planner I plan everything I handle our finances and kind of do the back end stuff or like family admin whereas one of our other friends he's the one in med school and he does all of the finances and does all the planning and puts it into the calendar and things like that and so taking note of what is your strong suit there too like who is the planner who can take the initiative because maybe in your relationship one person is super extroverted and loves going out and doing things socially but the other is more introverted and so how can you play on those strengths to have the extroverted person kind of keeping up with relationships and statuses and things like that so that you can be involved in your community while maybe the more introverted one kind of lays back and does more of the family admin so that you're a stronger couple together while playing off of the strengths and weaknesses kind of thing yeah i think that's perfectly well said I, I do want to let the record know that i do cook sometimes okay she says she cooks <laughs> all the meals i do cook especially a when few I know times she, a month no i say well i guess a few times a month you know time out close to you know six seven times i'll take I, that no definitely not definitely like 
four. I think you cook at max once a week. We'll, we'll talk about this later. But I do <laughs> like to pick up when I know that she is particularly busy or stressed. Like, if I know that she has a yoga class that she's teaching in the evening. And it Will makes... is really good at hitting the order button on takeout. That too. Hey, that's cooking. If you no, okay, that's where we're disagreeing then. Will's definition includes takeout. My definition does not include takeout because that is not cooking dinner. Hey, when my bank account <laughs> gets charged for takeout, I cooked it. Um, <laughs> however, um, but I, I completely agree. I mean, like you said, a lot of the stuff that I pick up tends to fit better with kind of early mornings, late nights, you know, whether you're still in bed or, you know, getting ready for some class or, you know, aspect of, you know, your work life, I can easily go take the dishes out of the dishwasher. I can take the trash out. I can break down some boxes. Um, and then like, also I probably tend to do more of like the handyman stuff. Um, whether that's like trying to fix a sink or fixing a door or different stuff, but, um, I feel like we do a good job though, like again, like we were talking about earlier, just communicating, being like, hey, like I need you to cook dinner, or I don't want to cook dinner, so unless you're going to cook it, we're going to order out, and so it's either up to <laughs> I me. I give that ultimatum quite frequently <laughs> when I am just fully run down. I'm like, the the option is not me cooking. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm happy to pick up some slack here and there, um, because I know that she does so much, and then, or like, you know. I feel like that's a good thing to remember is like if you kind of know your roles in a relationship then when you alter those roles and you pick up something it's like having an appreciation for what they do and knowing that okay like today they just ran a little short on fuel and you can pick it up because you know that they have your back another day. Definitely, definitely. And so kind of switching gears into the last little question to close out our relationships episode of Podmas, I want to go through our four C's. Let's see if we can remember them. We'll see if Will can remember all four. Put them on the spot. But if you haven't listened to our last relationships episode, it was a long time ago. It was before we were even engaged. So I think it was two years ago now. Has to be. And so definitely go listen to that because we get really in depth over the four C's, but these are kind of four C's to a happy and healthy relationship. And it's worked for us for the past nine years. So, and speaking of it working for us, we'll see if I actually remember it. This has not been a Anki card <laughs> that I've used to, to study for medical. For those of you who don't know what Anki is, it's basically Quizlet for medical students. Yeah, <laughs> it's what we live in die by but all right four c's let's go we got compassion Mm -hmm. communication yeah confidence yes and that's where my mind goes blank i feel like confidence was the tough one and i got it right away wait i said that (laughs) i'm struggling give me the fourth compromise compromise oh well that's just given that's why i couldn't think of it it's given yeah so our tips to the like happiest and healthiest relationship is that you both have to give and take you have to have compromise you have to have that compassion so like that love and understanding you have to have the communication piece to be an open book with each other to be able to lean on them and be able to tell them when something's wrong 
It's so funny. She looked at me with a blank stare, and it was confidence that she was forgetting for a second, <laughs> even though I said it was the hardest one, and I remembered it for some reason. <laughs> and then you have to have confidence in yourself along within the relationship. And so that kind of builds on the trust factor of like you have to have confidence in the relationship. But if you're not confident in yourself, if you're leaning on them to tell you how wonderful you are, how great you are, if you're constantly putting all that pressure on them, and you don't have that confidence from within then the relationship will just fall into a horrible dynamic of kind of having to have the other person and having them always to have to give to you rather than being able to kind of support yourself and be happy with who you are which if you listen to this podcast I'm sure you're working on all of the self-love self-support and things like that to promote your own health and wellness. So I'm sure you all have the confidence in yourself. And if you don't, you deserve to because it definitely is life-changing. And with that, you guys, we are going to wrap up this special guest episode of Podmas. Will, thank you so much for being uh, my little special guest of Podmas this year. Well, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. <laughs> and we'll have to get another Q&A going. So if you all do want to hear more from Will, I think it would be super fun to do an episode with Will and a bunch of his med school friends on how med school's going and just like learning the ins and outs of med school, health in med school, kind of how doctors make the worst patients kind of thing. So if you all want the inside scoop on med school and to listen to a bunch of guys talk about it, then we'll have to have that as a later episode. You better be careful what you wish for. That's going to be a chaotic episode. It will be a very chaotic episode (laughs) in the best way possible. But okay, you guys, I will talk to you tomorrow for another episode of Podmas. Have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you later. Happy holidays. Bye.